There are a million ways to make a million dollars, and all you need is one. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the seven main ways that most companies grow their business and help you figure out that one system or strategy that you need that could change your life forever. You ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Millionaire University Podcast, where we skip all the red tape and hoopla and get you growing your business from day one. Now, your host, myself. Won't we? I'm is so won't we? That's right. It's just me. We decided to do a little bit of dividing and conquering today. So it'll be me today. And on the next episode, you'll have all Tara. Aren't you lucky? But don't go anywhere because we have got some amazing things to talk about today. We're going to talk about the seven ways that most successful companies grow their business. Now, I know earlier I said there are a million ways to make a million dollars, but I lied. Because there are way, way more. Not only are there an infinite amount of ways that you can make money, but there are an infinite amount of ways within the ways that you can make money. And all you need is one. That's it. That's all you need. Previously, we've talked about how marketing and sales are everything to your business. This is how people will know that you exist. You could have the greatest product or service in the world, but if no one knows about it, it doesn't really matter. So in short, pretty much all of your success in business is going to depend on you figuring out the one way to sell and market your product. Now, I say one way, but what I actually mean is one combination of ways or one path. For example, let's say you're going on a trip. In any given trip, there's a certain combination of ways that it takes for you to get there. You walk from your house to your car, you drive your car to the airport, fly a plane to another airport, and then take an Uber or taxi to get to your main destination. Just like going on a trip, There's a journey that each customer takes before they end up buying your product or service. The system or process which you implement in your business that takes someone from not knowing that you exist to becoming a raving fan is often referred to as a funnel. When you think about a funnel, you probably think about something that is large at the top and smaller at the bottom. Usually the term top of funnel is what is used when a customer hears about your company for the first time. Middle of funnel is when they're trying to decide if they want to purchase your product or service. And bottom of funnel is what happens when someone buys from you and becomes an actual customer. This is essentially the process of you developing a relationship with your customer. Kind of like when you're dating. You're not just going to go up to someone and say, hey, give me a smooch. First, you introduce yourself. Then you shake your tail feathers. And then... Just kidding. Now, another way to look at the bottom of the funnel is not necessarily just how many people become customers, but how much money they spend overall. It's a well-known fact that it's much easier to get repeat customers than it is new customers. So when I think of any of our businesses as funnels, this is how I do it. The number one goal is to have the bottom of the funnel, aka where the money comes out, to be as large as possible. Now, I want to make sure when I say number one goal, it's clear that I'm not referring to our number one goal is to just make money and not help people. That couldn't be further from the truth. I'm assuming everyone listening here has or will have a great product or service. So in actuality, the bottom of your funnel or the money that your company makes in reality represents how many people you helped and served. Making money is just the end result of that. Okay, back on track. Now, unlike a funnel that you use for cooking and you might pour liquid through, the way we're looking at this funnel is that not necessarily everything you put in top is going to come out the bottom. But what we do know is unless it goes in the top, it's impossible for it to come out the bottom. Is it just me, or is this starting to sound like a strange anatomy lesson taught to kindergartners? As a business owner, you essentially have three goals. You want to make the top of your funnel as big as possible. Because even though the only thing that matters is what comes out the bottom of your funnel, the bottom will never be bigger than the top. So goal number one, get as many people as you possibly can to become aware of you. 
Goal number two, get as many of those people who are aware of you to buy from you. Goal number three, way over deliver on what you promised and create an insanely amazing experience so they keep buying from you and tell everyone about you. Now, there are a few things to keep in mind when considering what a funnel for your business might look like. In episode four, we discussed some of these things such as your personality, your personal situation, and what kind of product or service you'll be selling. Now, one of the keys to having a successful funnel is you want it to be profitable. And not only do you want your marketing and sales funnel to be profitable, but you want your entire business as it works with your funnel to be profitable. Now, I know you're probably saying, well, duh, isn't that obvious? But I want to bring it up because the truth is this might be a little harder than you think to pull off. But if and when you do this and you can do it at scale, it is literally game over. Like that is everything. If you can figure out the right marketing and sell system where you make two to three, maybe four dollars for every dollar you spend and you're able to do that at scale, it's essentially like you've created a money printing press, like legally, though. Now, once again, just to reiterate, like I'm not saying this to get you all like hyped up and rah, rah, like money, money, money and like get rich quick and all this stuff, because it's actually quite the opposite. Like to do this is really, really hard. It's going to take a lot of time and effort. I just want to make sure you understand what happens when you do do it, do do, because you're going to have to try a thousand things before you get to the thing that works or the set of things, the right combination of things that help you consistently grow your business in a profitable way. Okay. I'm getting a little carried away here. We will have plenty of time to talk about ways to help you stay on track to reach your goals. But the truth is, is that the ideas are easy. I mean, we'll literally tell you what to do. All the information is at your fingertips. We live in the information age. The hardest part is the implementation. And it's not even that the implementation is hard. It's just that as an entrepreneur, like you're not getting a paycheck. You're not getting this grade. You're not getting this thing every day to keep you on the track and to keep you going. So it's so easy to give up on trying 99 when the next thing you do is the one thing that'll make everything work, everything come together. Okay, soapbox over. Let's move on to the seven things. I'm gonna go over these things quickly in today's episode to give kind of a bird's eye view and in future episodes, we'll get into more detail. Please do not get overwhelmed. Do not get FOMO. Do not feel like you need to do all of these things. A confused mind says no. If you feel like you need to do everything and you get overwhelmed, then you won't do anything and that will not help you or anyone else. Also, this is not like some magical list of the seven special things and you have to know every time you do a marketing thing, what category it falls into. Like, Do not overanalyze this. This is just to help you get some ideas of all the different ways there are out there that people are getting their products and services out to the world, helping and serving a lot of people and making money while they do it. The idea is to give you a bunch of ideas so you can then figure out the very few that you need to do to work for you. Phew. All right, let's go. Number one is a sales team. Depending on your business and marketing and sales model, these sales can be made door to door or on the phone. This is how we got our start. I was doing door-to-door sales for Dish Network, and one day realized rather than work for someone else, I could do this on my own and make three times as much. Very easy transition. Didn't have to develop the product, didn't have to learn how to sell, just kind of plug and play. So essentially, in this instance, the top of my funnel was how many doors could I knock? So to make the bottom of the funnel as big as possible, I just had to knock more doors and convert more of those doors I knocked to sales. Then as we recruited more people to help us sell, those numbers grew. A sales team is also the number one way we grow our review automation software company, Five Oak. Essentially, we have a couple people that are constantly calling companies that they believe could improve their business by getting more and better reviews. The main goal here is awareness. We want to get as many people as we can aware of our company, who we are, and what we do. Before receiving our call, in most cases, they probably had no idea we existed. 
So what we're doing here is we're giving ourselves a chance. From here, they fall into one of several buckets. They either hang up the phone or are not interested. They're either semi-interested or just being polite and ask if we can send them more information, which we do and then continue to follow up, or they're highly interested. In which case, they'll set up a time for a demo and to hopefully close the deal. If the deal doesn't close on the demo call, then we'll continue to follow up, et cetera, et cetera. The key to being wildly successful with a sales team is nail it, then scale it. If you or someone else can get your numbers dialed in on how many calls it takes or how many doors it takes and how long it takes to get X amount of sales and the messaging around that, and you can come up with a proven process or system that's scalable and profitable for both your sales team and your business, then you are off to the races. From there, you basically write your own paycheck. It's basically a game of addition and multiplication to determine how much money you want to make. Okay, you might need to develop some management and leadership skills somewhere in there as well. But, you know, details. We'll get there. We'll get there. The next two ways companies grow their business are through content marketing and paid marketing. Content marketing is essentially what its name says it is. Things such as podcasts, blogs, YouTube channels, even TV and radio are all different forms of content marketing. The idea is to create a huge amount of value up front for any given audience. Once you have that attentive audience, you can either sell them products or services that fit their needs, or you can get other advertisers to pay you for commercials or advertising space. Now, paid advertising is essentially the opposite. Rather than create valuable content for an audience, you're paying someone else to advertise to the audience that they've created. Some forms of this are things such as Google AdWords or pay-per-click. Social media ads such as Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Other forms of paid advertising might be things such as direct mail, radio, billboards, or other signage. Newspaper, if those still exist. You might pay someone to put up or hand out flyers for you. And the list goes on and on and on. The next one is relationship or influencer marketing. Also known as JV or joint venture marketing. This is essentially where you work with someone else who already has an audience that may be interested in your product or service. But rather than just pay them money up front, which essentially would be paid marketing and is also often done, you agree to some kind of profit share based on how that specific venture or offer goes. Working with other business owners or influencers is not just a great way to sell your product or service, but also a great way to build your general audience, which over time will turn into more customers and sales. The next two ways businesses sell their product or service is through physical storefront location or online partnership platforms. By storefront, I'm referring to actual physical brick and mortar locations. These are your restaurants or physical stores that sell retail products. Most medical type and many other businesses also fall into this category. We're talking about any business located on a street that has literal physical traffic driving by or any place with foot traffic, such as a mall. When we talk about online platforms, we're talking about places like Amazon, Etsy, or even Upwork. These could also include things like online forums and Facebook groups. When we moved, we used sites like TaskRabbit to hire cleaners, movers, electricians, and plumbers to help us get our house ready. We'll go into detail on how to use some of these strategies and platforms in future episodes. But for now, I really want to get your wheels turning on all the possibilities that are out there to help you grow your business. The final way that successful companies grow their business is word of mouth marketing, which is essentially the result of what happens when your product or service is, well, awesome. When you deliver and over deliver on the promise you made your client and customer when selling them your product or service, the natural result will be they'll tell other people about it. And that's when business gets really fun. 
For the last part of today's show, I want to give some real-life examples on how I've seen some of these strategies used together to create massive success in different kinds of businesses. Listen carefully while I share these and try to think of different ways that you can use these strategies to help you grow your business. When we created House Hipping HQ, our real estate investing education business, our main form of marketing was content marketing. We created value by creating a podcast where we shared our experience flipping houses and brought on other experts who shared their knowledge. We invited everyone on our podcast to go to our website or a landing page to join our weekly newsletter or get a free gift in exchange for their email. For several months, we gave a great deal of value through the podcast and our emails. So when we opened up the doors to our first online program, House Flipping Formula, we already had people lined up to buy. We'd already created that relationship. They knew, liked, and trusted us. So when we gave them that opportunity, for some of them, it was just a matter of how do I send you my money? Then for others, we did a webinar, which really broke down the benefits of joining the program. And we took time to answer their questions. Once we had the program going and knew that our clients were getting value out of it, we created some paid ads through Google and Facebook to drive additional traffic to our webinar. Now, these sales were a lot harder to convert because they didn't know us as well. But getting them to pay attention to us was easy. All we had to do was give someone else some money and they said, hey, go check this out. Now, on these paid ads, we didn't really care if we made a whole lot of money up front. Because if we could spend $1,000 on paid traffic and make $1,000 from selling our online program, we were still able to capture the attention and get the emails of several other people that we could then essentially add into our funnel, get them listening to our podcast, read our emails, and build a relationship with them over time. And eventually, a percentage of those would end up becoming customers. Later on, we launched a higher ticket program for $25,000. Most of the people who joined this program were already customers of ours. We also had a few people join that were already a part of our audience, but hadn't yet purchased anything because they were a little higher level and didn't feel like our product was right for them. So essentially, when you break it down, our funnel looked something like this. Top of funnel was our podcast and later on some paid traffic from Facebook and Google. These both led to getting their email and eventually getting them on a webinar, which would give them value and then sell our product, House Hoping Formula. House Hoping Formula and the email list and the podcast led some people to join our high-level $25,000 mastermind group. We would then interview our high-level clients on our podcast, where we sold tickets to a live event, which was put on mostly by our high-member clients, which allowed us to give a ton more value, build a ton of rapport, sell more of our programs, and the cycle just continued. And then get this, eight years after creating that very first podcast, we ended up selling that business to one of our very first high-level clients. The business is thriving. He's thriving, helping tons of people, and we receive a nice, healthy paycheck every month. And we're able to be here with you now. Business is a beautiful thing. Now, I know I went through that kind of quickly, and I want to be very clear here. None of that was easy. We wanted to quit a thousand times, just like every one of our other businesses. But it was so worth it. Also, once again, keep in mind, we did all of this over several years. So keep in mind, you do not and you should not try to do all of this all at once. We started with a podcast and that was really hard and we had to figure out lots of things and we failed so many times and wanted to quit. And then after several months, we created a program and honestly, it wasn't quite the success right out of the gates as we hoped it would be. But then we kept building it and improving it. And then when we finally launched the high-level program and made way more than we had previously, it was like, oh, okay, we had created this pent-up demand and started to see this exponential growth, the hockey stick, as they talk about. And it made everything worth it. 
But when you think about the funnel that we've talked about, when you think about top of funnel, it's like we had hundreds of thousands of people listen to our podcast and probably hundreds of thousands of people see our ads on Facebook or Google. From there, we had tens of thousands of people join our email list. Thousands watched the webinars. Hundreds joined our lower level program and came to our events. And then a percentage of those joined our higher level programs. And eventually I brought on a sales team to help convert some of those warmer leads that we had gotten from people who expressed interest in our programs. So essentially, what did I cover there? We got content marketing, paid marketing, sales team. Oh, and we even did a bunch of interviews on other podcasts and JV partnerships to help to promote our brand and sell our products. Oh, and I was definitely mixing it up in forums and Facebook groups. That's a story for another day. But dang, I think that makes me like six for seven. Yeah, baby. Phew. Okay, I was going to go over a few other examples, but I think we've covered a lot for today. Once again, as a reminder, do not get overwhelmed. Your only goal is to figure out what strategy you think might work for you, figure out the next steps that you think you need to take, and take the next step. And then take the next step. And then adjust and pivot as you go. And be sure not to grade yourself just by the end result. Reward yourself for any actions you take regardless of the outcome. That's going to release dopamine in your brain, which is going to make you feel energized and excited and fulfilled and like you've accomplished something, which you have. And that's what will help you keep going. And if you keep going, eventually you will reach your dreams. As your millionaire university professor, I'm giving you all an A++ for a job well done. Now, class, your homework assignment is to brainstorm and even possibly begin to implement a couple different funnel combinations to market and sell a product or service of your choosing. Also, I just thought of something. Congratulations. If you are listening to this podcast, you have made it to the top of our funnel. (laughs) To continue in our funnel and get our free business training course, go to millionaireuniversity.com slash training. In that training, we will include a cheat sheet with at least 50 ways that you can market and sell your product or business to grow your company to the moon. And with that, we come to the end of another Millionaire University podcast. In our next episode, you will hear about all the things that Tara has been working on today. Let's just say this morning, she started sharing some thoughts with me and I was like, you've got to go record an episode on that. That is powerful stuff. So I'll be with you checking out all the good that she has to give in our next episode. Until then, this is Justin Williams, your co-chief money-making officer, signing off. Hasta la vista, baby.